Hello, and welcome to episode 153 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Feels like forever because we had pre-recorded a couple of episodes. We were both away. I was in Canada. It was very odd because generally, because Henny hadn't been traveling anywhere. She no. was there when I was there. And so we managed to squeak in a, a dinner out, which also... I can count on one hand the number of times that we've actually gone to a restaurant together to eat out. Have we ever been to a restaurant to eat out just you and me? I don't think so. No. Because I'm trying to think, like, I remember one time we went for brunch, but it was you, me, and Phil. Yeah. And we've also been for brunch when it was you me and claire Mm -hmm. like we've we've done a few like group of three situations like after a race that the three of us went yeah and we have been out a couple of times to meals where it was like a larger group like we've Mm -hmm. for example i remember when we went when the um, spoken lives yeah had like their dinner and event then you and I went just the two of us together but it's a group of people having dinner all together so it wasn't like us just you know having a meal together so yeah no that was it was nice yeah yeah I know it was we I mean most of the times that we've eaten out I think probably have been breakfast or brunch because that's my like favorite yeah thing to have um, but yeah, and we went to Jack Astor's. Yeah. We were like looking at the menu and then we, you know, we're deciding and then we decided that let's, let's share these. And then, and so here people, here's what happened because Henny is always much more, um, it's not strict. She's much mm. more, oh, what's the word I'm looking for, Henny? Uh, I'm, I'm less likely to indulge in yes. a meal out than you for are. Sure. Yes. And so we had an option. I, I had chose that I was going to have the order the chicken um, wrap. Yes. And then the, I said, oh, but it comes with fries. And you were like, let's order fries. And I was like, wow, I got her at a good time. But I was thinking <laughs> you're going away for a few days. I know you're already going to be eating out. Like, yeah. you know, are you going to want? I had already played all of this through my head thinking I really knew you. And then you just like totally were like, Boom. But then the, the waitress came over and then she said, oh, what side would you like? We have fries, sweet potato fries, jacket potato. You could have salad. You could have coleslaw, like all of these things. So we, there was an opportunity and I didn't say anything. I let you take the lead and you were like, yeah. no, no, fries. We're going to have yeah. fries. We, well, because we were sharing the wrap and yeah. we were already going to share a salad as well. The, the, the order comes, we have our half of a wrap each, which was delicious so delicious. people up there jack astor's really does have a nice chicken wrap that was yes. the first time i've ever ordered it but and it came with a lot of fries yes a lot of fries so but henny tell the people what happened with the fries well i had a couple and you had a couple and then we ate the wrap and the salad and we left almost all of the fries on the plate we, and what did what did you say? We should have ordered the salad. <laughs> we should have ordered the salad. <laughs> to come because, with it. Because the salad was good. Yeah. Or the baked potato. 
that, that would have been, been a, nice. That would have been a good choice too. Although it's funny to have like a wrap and a baked potato feels weird. Yeah, but honey, I mean, we've eaten we've eaten at each other's homes many times, and we eat weird shit. That <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we eat it all together. We also have we had a long period in it together, like of when we always had a chicken breast in our bag. That is Which true. Is also very weird to get my, snack out. It's a chicken. My breast. my my sister still teases me about my purse chicken. Yeah. And I'm like, don't, don't knock it till you try it. Okay. There's, there's nothing like being really hungry and knowing that you've got a nice, juicy, succulent chicken breast waiting for you in your purse. No. And the other thing that we often would have, like now we're going down food memory lane because you know, do that was, um, PC frozen vegetables that I would just put into like a plastic container and they would be frozen and then they'd thaw during the day. But they're long ones, like the baby carrots and then yeah. they're long cream. Like they're so good. And then like, there it was just easy peasy. Yeah. Yeah. I would put um, like little containers together with like a layer of chickpeas in the bottom. And then yeah. I would fill the rest with the mixed veggies. Yeah. And then I would have that on my drive home from school. That was like ridiculous. My, my afternoon snack. Yes. Now I just slice up an apple and put it in my stasher bag. And then yeah. have the apple. That maybe is a more. Step up. Well, maybe it's a more normal <laughs> snack in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Although but, I, I, I do like me some mixed veg with chickpeas. <laughs> yeah. But I can tell you that it is much, a much better option than going through the drive-thru and getting the Timbits like you used to get. Or Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Now, the last two times I've been in Canada and I was there last week, I do go to Costco and they do have the chicken and the individual little thing. There's like maybe, two, I don't know if there's 12 that are together that you can cut and they have like a pull thing on them. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculously expensive, like yeah. $16.99 for it. Mm-hmm. But I also know when I'm at home like that and then I'm staying at someone else's house, I'm in and out. I was putting those in my purse. Yeah. So I, I went back to chicken, like, you know, what's in my bag? I've got chicken it's, in the bag. It's uh, it's a great, especially especially those chicken breasts. They're the Pinty's brand. Like, yeah. they're, they just, they they taste good and they're not yeah. dry, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and they're, yeah, especially, like, to have that with an apple or to have that, like, with... Mm-hmm with like with a fruit which is exactly what I had it feels like a full snack like a protein a fruit it's delicious yeah it's like it's weird but it's good yeah and there was one day at lunch that I had my granddaughters and we were just kind of like we had like one can of soup and then I was like looking in the fridge to see what else sort of was there and then it was like then I pulled a couple of those out opened it you know, because they're just as happy to eat that as they are if I put cookies out. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, and I'd rather put something that was good for them out. Um, anyways, I mean, it's not, it's not the, it's not cooking a chicken breast, but it's also like, you know, not eating a donut through the drive through. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. anyways, anyways, but that was, that was like a new thing for you and I, but we also didn't, like, that was all the time that we spent together, which also yeah. was really and we didn't do anything active, which also never happened. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We did. We walked around the mall. We yeah. did. 
We did. We, we we did some mall walking. Yeah, mall walking. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say we we didn't do we we weren't complete sloths. No, no, it was good. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, but next time I'm coming back in like I don't know eight weeks or something, and I'm there for I think three three and a half weeks. So yeah, definitely we'll have, we'll have more time to put in some some serious time together and and time outside. And yes, I want to join your trekking club. Your, your hiking club. <laughs> yeah. I'm very envious. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can for sure. Anywho, you can for, you can for sure come with us. Okay. Okay. I have a couple of little things to chat no. with you about. So the first is, I don't know, like a little bit of a recipe corner. So one is a question, and one is a brag. So mm-hmm. the question is this: I came across this recipe that I'm going to make this weekend, and it's for shepherd's pie soup. Yep. And so it's got ground turkey and a whole bunch of other stuff in it. And it's it looks great, looks delicious, looks right up my alley. It's going to be perfect for lunches this week. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to make it. So it's got like corn and peas and celery and carrots. Like it's got all the onion. It's got all that veg in it. But it also calls for a whole bunch of mushroom. I'm not super fond of a mushroom in a soup. Okay. I mean, it's fine. Like if someone made soup and it had mushrooms in it, it's fine. But Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go out of my way to add mushroom to my soup. Mm -hmm. So what should I put in it instead? (sighs) I mean, I could just put more. I was thinking maybe green beans. You could. I, I like sometimes with the mushroom. What kind of mushrooms did it say though? And what kind do you generally buy? Because that makes a difference. If you're just buying white mushrooms, you're gonna get black. But if it called for cremini or something, they are more flavorful. Okay. I just were the only thing. I mean, it is a soup that mushrooms tend also because they're they're add a lot of um, liquid. So maybe I should just stick with it and do the mushroom thing. Well, I don't know. I mean, if you unless you really don't like mushrooms, but you could add green beans. I'm I'm indifferent when it comes like okay, I do not like a portobello mushroom, but like other types of mushrooms mm-hmm. I'm okay with okay. you know like a skillet of sauteed button mushrooms yeah, yeah. Okay. um like I, I like that yeah but I yeah I just I'm just a little I, I think maybe that's it I think I'm just indifferent and so yeah. when I saw that it called for mushrooms I was like hmm I wonder if I could put something else in there well, I mean, you, you, of course you could. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but, that I, would be, but I just, you know, wondered if you had an idea of like what you thought would go best. I wonder if, yeah, I don't know. Just thinking maybe like some halved cherry tomatoes because that would definitely be. Yeah. And that, that would the, be okay the, because the of this. I'm sure that the, the, like, what is the sauce made up of? I'm assuming it's going it's to be got beef some, broth. It's, it's yeah, it's a it's a chicken broth, but it's got uh, okay. you have to put a little bit of tomato paste in it. Yes. So it is a tomato. I I think that's what I'm gonna maybe do. a can of tomatoes. I've got crushed tomatoes. Ooh, yeah, that might be good. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, and because okay. you're because the thing is, is I already know how you cook, yeah. and that you're already gonna add double the veg, but then you're gonna end up not having enough juice in there. So if you that can of tomatoes, you'll have. I, I think. Actually, well, I mean, you know, I will put 
<laughs> Definitely the carrot, onion, and celery. I'll put twice twice as much in as I'm supposed to. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I like that idea. That is exactly what I'm going to do. Okay, so that's the one thing now. It also calls for gnocchi. Yeah. Put some, oh. some potato gnocchi in it. Ooh. Like, I guess, because it's shepherd's pie, right? So I oh, guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, that and would be so fun. I was thinking, am I going to do that or am I going to do something else? But I think I'm going to find some gnocchi and, and put that in because I think that would be yummy. Yeah, no, I think that that's good. And it's not I, I would. less work than making my own dumplings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be right? fiddling around with that. But no, no, that that sounds really, that sounds good. So, so that, okay, so that's the one thing. So that was my question, but now here's my brag. I was so proud of myself last weekend. Because, I already know, yes. Because I got home from, uh, from my holiday over March break and I knew, like, I had stuff to do. I needed to make, I, but in February and the beginning of March, I'd been using up all of the stuff in my freezer. Mm -hmm. So I was down to one container of soup left in my freezer. So I knew that I needed to A, make lunches for myself for this week, yep. B, make stuff to have in the fridge that I could have for dinners this week, and C, potentially make extra stuff so that I could start replenishing my freezer stock. Because I always like to have a half dozen things in the freezer so that I always have something, right? So I had all these things. And so, but I also had an explosion of cilantro on my arrow garden Ooh. that desperately needed to be used. Mm -hmm. And I had like a few random things and I was like, okay, I need to use all of these things, but like, that's all I had. So I needed to go to the grocery store to get a few things and... I was like, okay, get this, get this, get this. But then I wanted to make sure that I used it all. And so I made two, well, I made three different kinds of soups. But two of the soups between them used up three quarters of the cilantro I had. So Excellent. I'm just down to a tiny, like I'm just down to a small little bunch of cilantro left. And I'm going to use that this weekend. So perfect. And I used up. So then the one soup needed the juice of half a lemon. The other soup needed the juice of half a lemon. So I had a lemon that I was going to be able to use the whole thing of. But then I thought to myself, if I make the Staten Island family yes. blueberry uh, snack, snap, oh. you know, snack bar, pound cake, yeah. whatever it is, that takes the that takes the zest yes, of the entire does. lemon. Yep. So I zested the entire lemon to make the cake, yep. and then I used the juice in the two different soups, oh. and I used up all the cilantro. Kenny, I was like feeling like Martha Stewart. I was like, look at me go using up all the stuff, and uh -huh. one of the soups needed two cloves of garlic cloves garlic and the other needed almost it needed like it called for an entire bulb of garlic and so i was like i'm getting a bulb of garlic i'm chopping this whole thing yes! up it all up chopped it all up mm -hmm. used it all up 
I was so proud of myself. I was like, if Sandy could see me oh, now. Honey. Does it, there's nothing more satisfying than, be, than to be able to like, and have like a little nip left and you're like, oh, I can just use that in here. Like, I really, I really, really was feeling good about myself. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. When you wrote me and said, I, I actually, you know, cut a gar like garlic tonight. I was like, yeah. yes. Chop that whole sucker up. I know. And there's the thing, remember, like if, like I do, when I take it out, I'll chop a whole one and then put it in a little plastic container, put it in the fridge and then use it up that week. Yeah. There are also times that I'll be like, oh, I could add a little bit of fresh garlic to this because if I have to go and do one clove. You're I, not going to do it. No, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. So then it's yeah. available for him. And it wasn't, I mean, that's the thing. Like it, but this is the case with anything is it's a little extra time and a little extra work. But I think in this particular case, it was worth it, mm -hmm. you know, because the, mm. the flavor is better. Yeah. Right. Like it is. It is, it is much nicer when you chop the garlic yourself than when yeah. you scoop it out of the container. Yeah. Because it, it, it always goes a funny yellow color when it's in the jar because you oh, never, yeah, yeah. you never use it. Yeah. 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 So I was feeling really, really good about all of that. Also, this is a, so those were my two recipe. That was my recipe corner. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, I need you to share that recipe yeah. because that, uh, I will call it a cottage pie because shepherd's pie is when you use uh, um, lamb, I think. Right. So it's cottage pie. So it's pie cottage soup. pie soup. I will share the recipe with you. I yeah, that I'm excited. sounds like something I, up my alley. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And and a little bit different from what I have been. Yeah. You know, like this yeah. this week has all been about like lentil soups and lentil yep. stews, which I love. But like, I'm ready for. Yeah. I'm ready to change it up. You know. Mm -hmm. So, so that will be good. Okay. Okay. So moving away from recipes. So just a quick little thing that happened this week that was so funny. And as soon as it happened, I thought I need to, I need to say this on the podcast. So the online book club that I'm a part of through the Stacks pod, they have uh, like a, a discord channel for all of the members and it's become like in the last, they they only set it up like this maybe, I don't know, like since Christmas? No, maybe a little bit before Christmas. But it's only been a few months that they've set this up. But it's very active. And like, and it's weird how you feel like you know people that mm -hmm. you don't know. You know, like, yeah. like you, you, you see what they comment. Like you see what they write, you know, a couple of times a week and you see their face on a screen once a month. But like, you know, I, I don't know any of these people. Right. But, right. but you do quickly learn like who's who and like, and now because a lot of them do come to the virtual book club. So then when they're writing something, you have a face to the person who's writing, you know? Right. So one of the girls actually who lives in Toronto, oddly enough, because most of the girls are in the, well, and, 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 you know, men as well, but most of yeah. them are in the States. Um, but one of the girls who's in Toronto, she posted that she's been reading burnout 
Yes. Which is a book that we've both read. Yes. And, and so, and she's like, you know, I, I'm almost finished. You know, I've, I've, for the most part, I've really enjoyed it. I've taken a few things out of it. Like there are a couple of sections. I think I'm going to like go back and look at again. Like, and so I commented to her and said, I also really enjoyed the book, but I said, I listened to the audio version and every time they said patriarchy, there was yeah. like, they also went, Ugh, like, ugh, ugh, like, and I said every time they made that noise. So I said, I don't know if that's how it's written as well, but yeah. I said that part of it was annoying. And yeah. so she, so she right away commented back in big capital letters, ugh, me too. Like, she was like, it was the only thing about the book that I couldn't stand. She's like, it was so annoying. So. Anyway. I thought that was very funny. And I was like, I just have to share that with you. That's very funny. <laughs> so if you have read Burnout and you, you know, share our pain, that's great. Mm -hmm. If you haven't read Burnout, don't let that stop you from reading it because it really was a good book. Yeah. Yeah. And it absolutely. really had some interesting things to say about stress and how our bodies handle stress and, and what we can do to alleviate that, uh, well, it's a stress. You have to complete the stress cycle. That's it. So, yeah. so how you sort of you know allow your body to to move through it and past it, right? So, I mean, it was a really great read, but yeah. the the patriarchy ugh, part was was it was a bit much. Yeah. And I and we were not the only people who thought that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just saying that, I I honey, I'd already I've. We, you and I chatted earlier in the week, and I, I told you this. But so on my flights home, I have two flights. Both times I was sitting beside people who were really chatty. Normally, I don't talk to people who are sitting beside me on the plane, especially during COVID, because some people like to like then take their mask down to like have this conversation, or I feel like I have to turn and like I, my face is too close to people, and it just feels weird. Anywho, mm -hmm. the first gentleman was a retired. Um, accountant, like a partner in an accounting firm from from Toronto or from Waterloo, actually. But okay. anyway, this this gentleman, before retiring, bought a vineyard like in Mendoza, which is yeah. in Argentina. Yeah. So anyway, we started. So that was interesting in itself. So then we had this conversation, and the conversation probably lasted three hours on and off of a five and a half hour flight, but I had an opportunity, like we were chatting about so many things. We talked about the fake food, real food. Like we were talking about wine. We were talking about olive oil, but he also knew a lot of things about the same thing, you know, yeah, so, which was really, cool. really cool. But just you saying, um, remi Ryan, reminding me about that book is we actually spoke a lot about stress and I then had the opportunity to say to him, you know, I recently had listened to this book and it's a whole cycle and how we need to like complete the cycle and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, I know what you mean. And this is what I do and whatever. So it was oh. really, it's really fun that it's not just like you or Phil that I have these conversations with, that it was like some random man that, yeah. you know, did a, a such a, a big, like, you know, for years and years was like a, an accountant, like a, in an, and a partner in an, a PWC, yeah, Price Waterhouse Cooper. But 
they had mandatory retirement at 60 and at 57 he started thinking about what he was going to do and then ends up with this vineyard which now i have his contact his wine is actually sold in canada the vineyard's called epitome one of the wines is called because just because and he said like restaurants love to order it in because people like to order it because of the name and it's a rosé and but then find out five minutes up the road bono has a vineyard that he bought that is wild but this guy's sense of humor because he said you know when i eventually i do sell it he said i'm not going to put a for sale sign i'm going to put up like a you too can own a vineyard (laughs) like just really cheeky and fun you know so so yeah. Um, anyways, that was just, you reminded me again of that. Oh yeah. We also had this conversation, you know, about this, that, the next thing. So, uh, it was, it was, it was fun to, to, to share that with someone. Okay. I'm listening to a podcast today, which I mean, I listen to, um, armchair expert anyhow, because I love it. But today, um, the episode, which I haven't finished is with an author, um, Daniel Pink. And Ooh. he had, do you know this? The Power this of Regret. Author. So he has a book out right now. It's called The Power of Regret. Okay. I don't know the book. So one thing, he looks exactly like Bob Saget. Okay. Yes, he does. And he is very funny. So yeah. he could, in fact, be a comedian. Anyhow, he talks about um, the way like the types of regret that we have in our life. Like there's the type of regret about the things that you've done and that then there's the, the things that you didn't do. Yeah. Talks about how our psyche is with, he, the analogy he used was like an Olympic athlete. And okay. they've, they've won a medal. So you have the person that won the gold, right? Who is mm-hmm. like, they've done everything on point and they got the gold. You have the person with the bronze that is so happy because they're on the podium. The podium. And but then you, you've you know got who's the person this- with the silver who feels like they've lost. Yes, exactly. They, mm-hmm. If they only had done this, they might've had the gold. And so they're the least satisfied. It's like the worst position to be in. Yeah. And why? It's just ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because of course, if you have the silver medal, you've come in second out of everyone. Yes. Yeah. But you think if I had just worked a little harder, if I had been a little quicker, if I had been a little sharper, that I, you know, and so I thought, I was like, huh, I never thought about it, but it's actually very true. Yeah. So, but if I'm thinking about like the regret, he's like the, the, and he's like Brené has like there was 105 countries where they asked people just to share the things that they they have regrets about you know right. and so there's a bit of discussion in it about the things that you could have regrets about that you can actually go and 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 make amends for okay. and so the one thing that that came up didn't matter where in the world it was was people who have bullied someone uh there's a there was a lot of of women regretting who they married mm-hmm. but being grateful for having children with that person because they wouldn't have had they not done yeah. this they wouldn't have had that 
Yeah. And, and so, so that's an odd, like, I, it has me thinking almost of Atlas of the Heart because she never talks about regret in Atlas of the Heart that I can remember. But, yeah. like, I wonder where regret fits into all of that because that's yeah. a really complex emotion to have to feel like I regret the choice I made in marrying you, but if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have yeah. the children that I do or, you know, and I mean, those kinds of situations exist all the time, right? That you, maybe you realize in hindsight that a decision you made wasn't the best one for you or the right one for you, but it led you to other things that you're like, okay, but if I hadn't made that wrong decision or that, if I hadn't had that poor judgment, maybe it wouldn't have led me to all these other things. Yeah. So I'm at the point where he's talking about regrets, regrets of action versus non-action. Right. And so, I mean, think about, I mean, that's so relatable to health and weight loss, right? So I have heard before, and I don't know where this comes from, but it's, it's like a, it's, I mean, it's not a statistic that I can tell you because it's not a number, but it's a, a researched thing that that people are more likely to regret inaction than they are to regret action. Yeah. Right. It's it's much more common that someone would feel regret for not having done something than for having done something. So I don't yeah. know if he talks at all about that, but for sure. I mean, it's super yeah. relatable. Yeah. And I, I mean... If like, why, why do you think that is? Well, I, why, why do I, I think it's because when you have done something, you see it through to the end. Like, you know what that action like has either caused somebody else, like how it's, what it's done for you or not done for you. But if it's regrets of non-action, it's left open. It's, there's, you don't, you're left guessing what what would have happened, could have happened, should have happened, didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, think about food choices, right? You have, yeah. this is what happened as a result of me eating like this for yeah. a long period of time. Yeah. But also then, well, what if I hadn't done that? You know, if you hadn't done it, would you still have, have had success? Like, you know, you, we often think that mm -hmm. if I hadn't done this, this is what would have happened, but you don't actually, you know don't that. actually know that. Yeah. Right. We know what happens when we do, but we don't really know. We expect because we compare it to other people. That's all we have. It's like, we yeah. look to see what other people have done. And then we assume that that's would have been the same result for us, which mm -hmm. is, 99.99999% of the time is not true. Yeah. Anyway, I've already put a hold on the book, the audio version, because I'm hoping that he reads it. I'll be very disappointed because I like his voice. I'm really, really looking forward to this. And you know who else is going to want to read this book? Tim? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the kind of book that will come up on my Libby and he'll be like, is this your book or mine? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we know right now who's, who's. Uh, exactly. It's mine. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Here it yeah. is. The power of regret. I think we might have talked briefly about regret just in like 
passing conversation, maybe around the, like around the new year time or around resolution uh, yes. time or whatever. Right. Yeah. But like, just thinking about like, I, I'm really, like, I'm really thinking about this idea of regretting things that like action versus inaction, you know, like I'm trying to think of things that like decisions that I made in my life or things that I did in my life and whether or not I regret them. And, mm -hmm. and I don't think that I can, like, I'm thinking more of big things rather than little, yeah. like, you know, different decisions that I made, like I took, um, I didn't go to school in grade, in my grade 12 year because I, I went and lived in France and like lived with a family and worked as a nanny. And so, you know, that was a big decision to make as a 16 year old um, to not be at school, like with my peers and, you know, and, and I did correspondence courses where I had to send things in the mail overseas, you yeah. know, but like, and I mean, was all of that a great experience? No, but there were lots of good things about it. I certainly yeah. don't regret it. Like, I think that definitely uh, was more of a positive experience or a learning experience than it would have been if I hadn't done it. Yeah. So, you know, and yeah, other well, things like yeah. that too, right? Like, yeah. you know, the decision to study a certain thing in school, the decision to like, you know, when I graduated, you know, going and working in Disney World or, you know, like all these different decisions that I made, you know, through my life about that sort of stuff. I mean, even if it wasn't perfect and nothing is, it, I don't regret any of that. Yeah. Yeah. But then I'm thinking, like, now I'm trying to think of the opposite. Like, you know, are there moments of inaction that I regret? I don't know. It's hard because you have to, like, think of a, a scenario or a situation where you were faced with the opportunity to do something and you chose not to do it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, and I've shared this before, but my... Uh, of when I took an action was when I um, had had that molar pregnancy then they told me I was pregnant and so I had a decision to either um, uh, um, terminate that pregnancy mm -hmm. I had a, there could have there was a chance that I may have had a miscarriage Mm -hmm. But there was also a chance that there would, would be absolutely nothing wrong yeah. with the baby. Yeah. And so I chose to let, like, carry on and see what was going to happen because I didn't want to have that regret. Yeah. And yeah. wonder what would have happened because that yeah. would have been a lifelong yeah. regret for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, th those are, whoa, those are difficult For scenarios sure. to be in, right? Very but, difficult. But you're absolutely right, right? The thinking is, if I do this, it could turn out this way or it could turn out that way. Yeah. But if I don't do it, then I don't, I will forever think how would it have turned out? Right. What right. if it had turned out this way? What if yeah. it had turned out that way? Right? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and regret in itself is complicated, right? Yeah. But, because, but mm -hmm. yeah, what were you going to say? Well, I mean, they, they spend some time talking about that regret. There's a lesson in, in whatever decision that you have made. Yeah. So you have, there are less, there's less opportunity to, to not have learned, or there's more opportunity to learn a lesson when you have taken an action. Yes. Than when you have not taken an yes. action. Yes. Yes. And so it shouldn't, if you ever feel like you're wondering whether you should do something or not, he, he said you really should do something. Yeah. Because even if it was the wrong thing to do, you... Yeah learn something from that like in the in the future I wouldn't do that or this is what I've learned about myself because of doing yeah. this or this is the impact that I had on another person as a result of that yeah yeah you know so I mean yeah I I I regret the second the second time that I joined WW and I'd been super successful and lost a bunch of weight and was feeling really great. And then when I, when I gained weight over the Christmas holidays and I came back and didn't go back to a workshop, like yeah. I, in, I regret that. I regret not taking that action. Right. Because yes. that's the thing. Like had I gone back to the workshop, maybe everything would have been fine. I would have been up in weight. I would have got back on track. I would have been like, and I would have mm -hmm. just continued on with my life and I would have, you know, reached my goal, you know, several years sooner than I did. Yeah. Or maybe I would have gone back and had a bad experience and like, or like, like there are lots of different things that could have happened, but yes. the fact that I never even went back, it's like, I never even gave myself the chance. Yes. You know, and so yeah. was I at a point in my life then where I was ready to really commit to a lifelong journey and a lifelong, you know, uh, I mean, I'm stuck in a lifelong relationship with food, whether I want to or yeah. not, but a lifelong relationship with food that I was choosing. I mean, maybe I wasn't, but I, yeah. but, and I guess that's the thing is by not going back, by not even by not even walking back in those doors at that time, I, I didn't even give myself that opportunity. Well, but, so here's what's interesting too, is that he talks, he does talk about regret being where a lot of us are still hanging on to things that we, like in actions or actions from many, many years ago. Mm. And so, but it's very easy because sometimes we've done something or said something at a time and didn't realize that that wasn't appropriate. We shouldn't have done it. We, we don't always realize that, that mm -hmm. we don't know we're going to feel regretful about it. Yeah. And so he said, it's, you know, if, if we could only think about how our future self will look back on this. would and and then use that as the thing that sways you if you need or if you, to make that decision either way to do something or not to do something like if he's always saying he said to Dax like if if the future Dax looked back on 
on this, whatever you had done now, what would that person say, mm. you know? And so, but that's interesting because it's also true that we, we, we evolve, we change, we learn more. Things aren't as important to us. Sometimes other things are like the priority shift. And so it, certainly, it, it, certainly hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Yeah. You know, we, we definitely see things differently and, and sometimes better when we look back at them. But, but the other thing is what you're saying too, is that when, when we have some space and some distance from yeah. something, we can look at it differently as well, because we're a little bit more removed. We also have more experiences and, and more knowledge and ideas about things so it's easy to look back and say oh well I should have done this or I could yeah. have done that but maybe in the moment we didn't even realize that that was an opportunity yeah you know um it's it's interesting too because I'm thinking like it's a real common activity to you know to have people write like write a letter or write a message to like their you know I, I, I see, you see it often that, so, you know, like write something to your 16 year old self, you know, like what would yes. you tell at this po moment now in your life, what would you tell your younger self? But mm -hmm. what, what this author sounds like is suggesting is we kind of do the opposite. Yeah. And we think to ourselves at this moment in my life, what do I want my future self to be yes. telling me? Yeah. 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 So it is, it's a bit of a, a bit of a flip and, I and like so it. yeah it does give you things to think about and it that I think that I think that what's easy or what it, what is helpful or what could be helpful with that is when it comes to things that are really part of who you are in your core you know to make those types of decisions mm -hmm. and even if you're unsure now you know that that these are the things that just are part of you and are important to you. And, and even though they may tweak a little bit, they're never going to really change that much. Mm -hmm. And so those, that may help guide you, you know, in the right direction. But there's sure going to be things that you, you, you know, even the future you doesn't know. <laughs> the future you doesn't know, right? <laughs> yeah. But even, even so listening to him today, just chatting right now about it, I, it really makes me think about things maybe that I, I may be holding on to about regrets that just are occupying space that don't are necessary, don't need to, mm. because it doesn't really matter what I do. I can't go back and change it. Mm -hmm. You know, the lesson is, is like, either don't do it again or if an opportunity came again to to make a different decision mm -hmm. um it's just it's a really heavy one and it's also something that a lot of people um keep to themselves and so I think regret and shame are very closely tied together. I think so too. Well, and that's why I immediately was thinking of Brene Brown and, and Atlas of the Heart, which we, we yeah. talked about last week. Yeah. You know, and I, but I don't remember mm -mm. that regret ever popping up in there. But, but I mean, it's got to be in the same yeah. being a shame because yeah, I think when we, well, 
it's got to be with shame and with guilt, right? Because guilt yeah. is when we feel bad about something that we've done. Mm-hmm. And shame is when we feel like we're a bad person. And yeah. I think regret is a mixture of those two things, depending mm-hmm. on what it is that we're feeling regret about, right? We're yeah. either feeling like we've we've made the wrong decision and that we've done something wrong, whether it's societally wrong or just personally mm-hmm. wrong, right? And, but then I think regret is one step further than that often in that it also is that we feel bad about ourselves for having done that. Yeah. Right. So it's sort of the, the glue between the two and really none of that is helpful. (laughs) No, no. Unless like you said, and, and like, it sounds like um, you know, this is the kind of the conversation in the podcast episode you're listening to that it, if we can use it as, you know, what can I learn from this rather than feeling regret about something? What can I learn from the experience? How can I move forward from it? That's, mm-hmm. that's where, that's where the, the positive. Yeah. Uh, the positive spin is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm the I the, I'm really hoping that this audiobook comes up very, very quickly because and it's only five hours long, so also it's a it's a quick read. Well, it's a super quick read. Really, I'm I'm gonna download that podcast episode and listen to it. But uh, when this, we'll have to we'll have to uh, coordinate our reading <laughs> yeah. so that so that we can read it and chat about it because it sounds super great. It does sound very very good. Very good. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> I I love I love to dissect a good book with you, Sandy. <laughs> I, I mean, I really love when I can like something comes up like that, and I'm like, huh. As soon as I heard the what the title of the book was, I was like, hmm, sounds interesting. And here's the thing, honey. I also believe that it's um, broken down into actual people that shared or that he interviewed. Ooh. about their regret and so then kind of like dissecting or extracting yeah. stuff from that I love that um, and so that's I also I also really like that too because it's like real life stuff it's not a bunch of like gobbly goopy you know right. yeah. researchy boring kind of stuff so yeah. although uh, I, I love that stuff too uh, <laughs> I, I know but but it's but it's especially nice when it's tied to real stories because that's that's what brings it to you you know like that's yeah. what makes it applicable to your own life right yeah, yeah. love it yeah Ooh. oh my goodness and for people that don't like have if you are looking for a podcast and you haven't checked out armchair expert with Dak Shepard like first of all if you've only ever seen Dak Shepard in like you know silly movies and whatever he is a highly educated and intelligent yeah. individual that you're like wow there's yeah. a lot of substance to this guy yeah you know yeah i yeah. i listen intermittently yeah but i re every every episode that i've listened to i've really enjoyed and you take something from it yeah. and and i often chuckle out loud like like because they're funny too, right? They are funny. And they always do a fact check at the end. Yeah. So the fact check is sometimes from the episode that you've just listened to, but often it's from the one before, which I also really like because 
because they don't, I mean, they're not like, they're not afraid to, if the guest said something and then they're like, I don't think that was right. Or the guest will often, you know, say, you know, I, I'm not, this could be wrong. I might've, I might be not remembering, you know, exactly. And they will actually fact check that, which I also really like. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah. You know. Okay. Well, we've got a few minutes left, Sandy, and yeah. I'm just, let's, we're just going to close uh, this on a really light note. I hope. Okay. So I needed something to do with my online French class after like coming back. Cause we wrapped something up right before March break. And then I was like, what I didn't just, I just didn't feel like jumping right into something like heavy again like mm -hmm. coming back from the break okay and so a girlfriend of mine who is also a french teacher said oh my goodness i've got the best activity for you to do you have to watch this movie with your kids and i was like okay what's the movie the movie is la guerre des tuques which is the it's the war of the winter hats but okay. in, in English, they call it the dog who saved Christmas. Like it's a completely different title in English, but <laughs> whatever. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So, and it's a Quebecois film. Yeah. But Sandy, it's from 1984. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and so when I first saw it, I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can show like grade eight students in 2022, like this movie and have them like, you know, pay take attention. You, take you seriously? Yeah, or like pay attention for more than two minutes, especially when it's in French and they can't even understand it, you know? So I, so I watched it myself to sort of like vet it. Mm -hmm. And like, it's, it's what you would imagine a movie from the eighties to be, you know, it's, yeah. it's super cheesy but kind of cute and like, and there are, because it's, because it's a, it's a story of kids who are on Christmas break and they decide to have a war. And so they pick teams and they're, they're in two armies and it's, and the one team builds this ginormous snow castle and they like, they put paint inside the snowballs so that when they throw the snowballs, they get paint on like, so like, it's quite a, an elaborate thing and and yeah. like kind of a silly little story um but it you know the the boy from the one team and the girl from the other team are always making eyes at each other you know like <laughs> but but it's from the 80s yeah. and like the costumes the haircuts like everything while sandy these children are so into the movie no you, you wouldn't even believe it and like the because i because i it's a virtual class that i'm teaching like for with this movie and so we'll watch like a little chunk and then we'll stop and we'll talk about it and then we'll watch a little chunk and well the whole time we're watching the chat is just going crazy about all this stuff like you know like oh she's tough oh he got him like, you know, like <laughs> and then and at one point there's a phone call. Well, it's a rotary phone, like with a dial. <laughs> and, and so the one kid's like, look at that phone. Whoa. Like these, <laughs> these kids are just having a hoot with this movie. Uh -huh. And like, it is so silly. Like, it's such a silly, like I, it's not a movie. I would, it's, it's no breakfast club is what I'm yeah. saying. You know? okay. <laughs> but like, it's it's been quite a hoot so anyway so I was thinking about that and I was thinking about like 
movies from the 80s or or movies maybe even older than that like are there movies like maybe that you watch as a kid that you were like oh my goodness these are the best this is the best movie ever and then like later as an adult you see it and you're like why did I think that was such a great movie or like okay. or are there movies from the 80s that even now you're like this is the best movie no okay so we <laughs> Phil and I were like with Graham we're like oh my god You've never seen Top Gun? It is such a good movie. Oh, my God. I'm feeling I'm like, yes. We watch that. I'm like, I, this is embarrassing. I can't even watch this. This is the cheesiest movie <laughs> I have seen. Ridiculous movie. Huh. So, yeah. So, I tend not to watch yeah. those things yeah. because of that. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen Top Gun since I was a child. But don't I I won't. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. But, but sometimes like the cheese is just right, you know. Like I I love I love me a Breakfast Club moment. Well, no, what's the one that you absolutely love? The 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 Shirley. My the... favorite movie. My I favorite movie of all time is Troop Beverly Hills with Shelley Long. And I, for some, like Netflix didn't have it. It is the absolute best. Like, why? Because I wanted to watch it with my granddaughters. Yeah. You know what other movie I love that is from the 90s? A League of Their Own. Oh. With Gina okay. Davis and Tom Hanks. Madonna. Oh, Madonna. Really yeah, Madonna's it. in it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Rosie McDonald, about Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, she's also in it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love okay. that movie. I feel like that movie would hold up. Like I feel like if I watched that movie today, I would still love it. I think I would. True Beverly Hills. I watched mm, within the last three years. I've seen it. Like I think since the pandemic, I've watched it, and I love it. Just I maybe love it more as an adult than I did as a child. And it was my favorite movie as a kid. It's so good. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know. Henny, it has fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You have to watch it, Sandy. It's so good. No, it sounds ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's better. You know what? It's better than whatever that other movie was that you watched the other week that I did not recommend to you. That was terrible. With the <laughs> oh, my the God. Bridge. Guaranteed this is better than that. <laughs> now, I did watch some. Oh, maybe that's what it was. With my with my granddaughters, we watched some prince. It was some some princess switch or something. I don't know. There's okay. like it was actually quite cute. I really quite oh, like it. But they were okay. they were Christmas movies, so yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did watch because I, I they wanted to watch a movie, and I'm not really one for watching animated movies. So I was like, okay, well, let's find a family movie that's not animated that we can watch together. So. That's what we watched. Ah, oh, that's nice. I did quite enjoy it. Okay, okay. But it was a, it was a Christmas movie? Yeah, they said it's a yeah. Christmas movie. I said that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. But it was quite good. <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, you know. 
a ridiculous story like that would never ever happen in a million years but hey okay it was fun yeah that's okay sometimes yeah. sometimes it, it books movies podcasts like all those things like sometimes you're looking to learn and sometimes you're looking to be entertained and sometimes you're looking just for something in the background that's right you know right. like it's just filler yeah yeah that's it you're looking for different things Ooh, yeah. speaking of before we finally finally wrap up i yeah. just started the shrink next door <gasps> yes and the first episode i i, I was like eh, i don't know about this what episode yeah. are you on? so Keep i've in. watched uh, no no i've only watched episode one and two okay and I've watched enough that I'm hooked and I need to see what happens next. And I kind of think I know where it's going and I don't like where it's going. So that's keeping me sort of on the edge of my seat. Yeah. And it is the, the what actually did happen in the podcast is the, about the truth. Yeah. That this is the, this is a watered down, down version. version. Well, yeah however the acting in it is phenomenal because i mean that it, i have never seen will ferrell like this and he's excellent yeah and i also really like his sister i love his sister. what is her i forget what her name is that actress she was on a she was i listened to her she was on a podcast i think it i think the it was she was on smartless Ah, okay. Catherine Hahn. Very funny woman. She's wonderful. And then also Paul Rudd, who, you know. Ooh, speaking of movies from the 90s, Clueless featuring Paul Rudd. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That was also a great movie. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I'm going to look and see because you know that, you know, we, we don't watch things that are like low on the Rotten oh, Tomatoes. you have to check. Yeah, check Clueless. What's Clueless on Rotten Tomatoes? Let me Alicia just... Silverstone, Brittany Murphy, Paul Rudd. I mean, it was great. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> oh, 81%. Hey, all right. And check a league of their own just while you're there. Okay. Uh, a league of their own might be my second favorite movie of all time. True Beverly Hills and then a league of their own. 80%. Okay. All right. Poor Troop Beverly Hills with its 14%. People people need to people need to watch it and then rate it. <laughs> and you know what, Sandy? You will no. not regret it. Oh. <laughs> well, I think that's it for today. Yeah. <laughs> okay all right well we we ended on a ridiculous note so that's always good <laughs> well you know honey as always so good to see you so good to chat with you yeah no regrets here no regrets here yeah thank you everyone who's still listening we appreciate it um and i will uh chat with you again soon all right see you all next right week. <laughs> okay ciao bye bye